I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guests. Actually, they're going to introduce themselves. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> Ladies first. Oh, that's very nice. This is Juanice Charmaine. Some people know me by Juanice and others by Charmaine. Uh, but you can call me Betty. Uh, this is John Michael Zove. That's Z as in Zebra, V as in Victor. I always have to say that. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just wonderful uh, talking to Juanice after, I think it was 1981 when we recorded it. So that's quite wow. some time. 36 yes, years? Is. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And what we're talking about in, in specific is the Canada theme song from the, the pavilion at Epcot, the O Canada song that you probably have heard me sing on the show before. And literally this took about 24 hours to put together this interview because I had found John and I found one East and I, it, it just worked out so perfectly. And you guys, from what I gather, have not even seen each other since 81 or talked. That's about no, it. And that's why I'm so happy to reconnect. It's just, um, it's good to have that kinship and, and, and to talk about, you know, all of the good things. Well, um, the one thing is that, well, we have to talk about Bob Moline, too, who wrote Canada, Your Lifetime for the Journey for the Traveler. Bob was just a sweetheart. And what I always kind of wanted to know, Anise, was how did you know Bob? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I actually don't remember. I, I don't, um, I mean, I was singing in so many studios and doing so much work. And um, that's my only excuse, except for the fact that uh, apparently now I am of a certain age. <laughs> but I, w- I was hoping that one of you two would have a um, little more information or memory than me. I do know, I do have a good story about how I learned it in French. Sure, let's hear that. I would Please. love to hear that okay. because it sounds okay. like it was so difficult to even perform it in a different language. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm not sure if I knew before we recorded that um, that my vocal might be um, kind of a demo and then replaced with someone who really could uh, speak French. And but I wanted to nail it, and so I I knew someone who worked in a you know high rise business building in downtown LA, and um, and he mentioned that. They had a new employee that had just arrived from Canada. And I said, oh, does he speak French? And if so, would he be willing to uh, take these words and just say them into a tape recorder, you know, very succinctly so that I could perhaps get the right pronunciation? And I never met that man. um, And I have no idea what he thought of that request, but he did it. So I brought it home, and I just started by speaking, you know, Canada, Mon Canada, and then um, and tried to do my best. And and to my pleasure, apparently they liked it enough that they said, "Hey, it's a keeper." That's exactly what happened. I mean, it was it was gorgeous. But we met right in the studio, if I recall. Um, I'll I'll let you know a little bit about how it happened with me, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a guy by the name of Ed Solzer. Ed Solzer initially was the singer for Karen and Richard Carpenter. Okay. And he's the one that got Karen's voice to Herb Albert and Jerry Moss at A&M. 
Mm. And he became the head of their A&R department, and he was good friends with Bob Moline. And at okay. the time, Bob Moline was doing writing commercials for Disney out in uh, Los Angeles. Yes. And what what transpired was Bob was um, he was playing a solo a vocal guitar solo thing at the wine cellar at the New Porter Inn in Newport Beach, and he asked me to go down and meet Bob, and I did, and that's how I got to know Bob and Bob. Um, I think he did two other songs. He wrote three t- total, I think, for Epcot. And they mm-hmm. wanted his voice on a couple. And then they, he asked me and told me all about you, that we would meet in the studio. And I remember there were seven musicians. We had a couple of horn players and a rhythm section. Mm-hmm. And when we did our duet, uh, they were astonished because I, I think it was like the second take we nailed it. Yes, now that you're saying that, I do remember it was such a pleasure, and you know it's so much fun when it's just it just comes together like that so naturally, and we blended great, and it was just you know one of those special days. Yeah, it was. I went home smiling. There was no question. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to mm-hmm. keep us either. And what I <laughs> what I recollect is they played it for people, and I'm not sure if it was in the Parliament of Canada, but some decision mm-hmm. makers up in Canada, and they oh. loved our vocals so much they kept them because initially we did it as a demo. That's that's what I think I remember too is that it was going right. to be a demo, and right. then um, I would certainly understand you know if if they didn't like my attempt at singing French, but I was so thrilled you know, that they loved the whole thing so much that, that it was a keeper. And then they put 70 strings behind it. I mean, it was wonderful. It's beautiful. It really, really is. You would never have guessed that this was just a demo. There, There's no way, and there's just no way, because I have, I, I told John, you know, on the phone a couple hours ago, I just explained that, as a kid, I had heard this song so many times on my cassette tape, and I just mm. loved it. And and I loved mm-hmm. the way you. I honestly thought you. That's how you naturally spoke French. <laughs> so I thought, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to sing it as perfect as you. And and I love oh. the I love the harmonies. Like it's just one of those things that you would never have expected it to have originally been a demo. I I would never have guessed it that way at all. No way. <laughs> well, don't forget, Bob Bob Moline was extremely talented. I mean, he wrote those harmonies in there. That was, we, we were just yeah. having a blast because it was so pretty. He passed away only a couple of years ago, but had both of oh. you either talked to him before or, I mean, you know, had either of you talked to him after the recording session or had ever been in touch with him? Well, I... I, uh, I go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. No, you go ahead. Well... Again, my memory is fuzzy. I know I did a couple of other things for Disney, and I'm not sure who it was through or at what studio. Um, so I, that's, I don't know. What do you know? What do you know, John? Uh, well, well I, all I, I tried to track Bob down about seven, eight months ago. And mm-hmm. I found he was working, I think, for a Christian station, uh, a Christian mm-hmm. label. Mm-hmm. And I asked uh, for his contact info, didn't get anything back. I tried it again, and a third time they let me know that he had passed away, and I didn't know that. Uh, I mm-hmm. had not talked to him 
Oh, I talked to him several times because I did a, another demo uh, mm-hmm. for A&M, which they passed on, but Bob um, actually financially helped me with that through my friend Ed Solzer that I was telling you about with the Carpenters. But uh, that's probably the last time I spoke to Bob was probably eight, 1984 hmm. because I came back to Pennsylvania after that. Um, oh, about all I remember. I hadn't been back to L.A. since since 1984. I was there from, I think, 74 to 84, somewhere in there. So so when did you, where did you guys record the song? Was it Florida or California? Oh, no, it was Newport Beach. There was a studio in Newport Beach. I cannot remember the name of the studio. Well, that this I, part I could help a little bit with. I don't remember the name of the studio, but I know that it was through Don Harper. Um, because I did a lot of work in that Newport studio, um, and it was owned and run by Don Harper. And I know that um, I just reconnected with him recently, and um, and he has written a lot of things for Disney. That's and like we kind of I think we both kind of just said, well, we did a really good demo, and then a few months later is when Bob said, "You're not going to believe this." And yeah. So you guys knocked that that entire song out within an hour? Yeah, I yes. think it just flowed. It just flowed. Wow. Yes, we did. And you um, had, and you hadn't met one another before getting to the studio, so no. you had no rehearsal no. with one another. No. Well, and that's part We had the yes, track. We had a demo track to to practice with. If I right. recall, I had something to practice with. And yeah. he just said yeah. she's going to kind of answer you and then take the second verse and then there'll be harmonies. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, you know, I mean, my father always told me say yes to everything. So when it comes to music, <laughs> so I said, sure, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, one of those. So, and it's, it's part of the fun and excitement of doing studio work. Um, sometimes you don't know what you're going to do, like with, with ad music and commercials, you have no idea what you're going to be doing and you go in there and uh, literally two minutes later, you're out there with the headphones on and the microphone. And um, in this case, yes, we had, we had the tune, you know, and the words ahead of time. But part of the joy for me is, okay, let's, how's it going to go? And, and to say hello and jump right in and have it work like that is, um, that's the goal, and we and we did it. We did it, and I'm I'm just so happy about that. Yeah, me too. It's one of those things where when you're in World Showcase at Canada, the song itself represented that pavilion overall. So that song was there for the longest time at that pavilion from 1982 to only I think about 2006 when the film yeah. received an update, and um, yeah. uh, I think one of the Canada. Idol or Canadian Idol, excuse me, winners of a uh, 2006. Mm-hmm. I think her name was Eva, or I think her name was Eva. I believe so. She mm-hmm. re-recorded the song and 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 uh, harmonized oh. with herself. So that is the version oh. that plays in the park now. But yes. my gosh, you guys were there for over 25 years. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. That's, that's that's cool. A long time. That's a that's over mm-hmm. millions upon millions of people hearing you. That's a lot of yeah. people. It is, isn't it? That's great. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it's it's 25 years of millions, I would think. 
Yes, and being part of a good experience and and just, you know, affecting people's lives in a happy way. I like that. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew this, uh, Juanice, but Bob entered it into the Grammys for Best Performance for Duo in 1984. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, he entered it, but it wasn't obviously nominated or we would have got a phone call. But he did enter it. So so when did you guys get to see the film itself in person? I went down in, I think it was 80, 84, 1984. A friend of mine, a friend of the family's, um, we specifically went there to hear it. And it was, it was very impressive. Now, the one thing about it, it, it uh, the Canadian Pavilion in 1982, when it opened, I think... There were only four pavilions, Mexico, Great Britain, Canada, and Japan, I think. Correct. And mm. the Canadian pavilion was the first one that had that circle vision in it, where it was oh. just, you can, it was a circle around you, and you can watch the Mounties come up, they separate, and oh. when you turn around, you're watching them leave, and when they filmed Coming oh. Into Montreal, they filmed it with nine cameras, so when you looked at the film, it was all around you like you were inside the oh. helicopter. yes. And I did That's find, awesome. I talked to a guy whose father did the sound system, and he said there were 360 speakers in there. Juanice, you didn't get to hear it there? I did not. I always wanted to, oh. but I did not get to. Oh, no. Hmm. I know. <laughs> well, you had to stand and you had to hold on because, especially in the helicopter, uh, uh-huh. what, the motion, <laughs> what the motion of the film did to you, you nobody was sitting. You were standing holding on to a railing. <laughs> but uh, the sound was just incredible because it was, you know, at the end of a, I think it was a 14 or 18 minute film. And at the awesome. end of the film, and it was gorgeous about Canada and the Mounties and, and all of that, Montreal, oh. Quebec. And, and it, it just ends with that beginning of the cellos and everything that comes on there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty riveting for me. You know, I walked out of there and I was like, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know. everybody in the room that I was there, but, you know, nobody knew. <laughs> And then I went and bought the CD. And, and Juanice, you said that you got to do other Disney projects. Did both of you get to continue and and work for Disney at some other point? That I was my own. Remember, that was okay. I remember a couple of other things. I think also in that Newport Beach studio that I can't quite remember the name of through um, Don Harper and the people there. Um, and I, I, I don't. I mean, it's kind of a blur because um, after after a while, um, I went back to school and got a whole different focus going, got a master's degree and did that for a while. But nowadays I'm back to who I really am, which is I sing. And so, I, you know, all of that had not been on my mind for a while, but um, it's all, you know, I'm very active now and I don't remember all of those all the names and stories and places, but I'm glad that you guys do. (laughs) You are a part of Disney history in a way, especially the music of Epcot. And that's something that I think Disney fans prominently, you know, 
focus on. It's it's one of those things that it's it brings back that those nostalgic memories of being there at that time. So I'm so sad that you didn't get to hear it in in the theme park. You know, maybe some other time. I don't Me know too. when they're going to do it, but it was gorgeous. I'll, I'll have to send you a video of of the original film. There, there's tons of them oh, online. I would love that because it is yeah. true. You know, it's it's like other songs. It's a small world after all. You know, there's a lot of a lot of Disney things that we're kind of all permeated with, and it's just part of our consciousness and part of our lives. And it, you know, it is nice to to have a little something in there, and and have that be meaningful. So I'm very happy about that. So am I. And you guys yeah. have continued to to move on in the music industry, as you were saying. So, is there any new projects that you have that you can talk about that our listeners can find online, or a website, or or a YouTube, or SoundCloud that you have? Well, actually, um, I've just started recording with some wonderful players in Alabama and from Muscle Shoals. Um, and we've just cut one song so far, but we're going to do another nine or ten, and um, it, you know that'll take a few months. But I'm real excited about it because these players are just awesome, and the sound and the the singing, um, the songs we're going for, um, I'm just excited about. So that you know that's something upcoming, um, and when I'm able to, I'll put put something about that up on Facebook, I guess. Well, I love the South. I spent about 11 years in Nashville. and It's interesting. Yeah. A friend of mine was playing with a guy that had a couple of hits out, and he mm-hmm. said, there's nobody down in Nashville that has the piano vocal, because I, I don't know if you knew one East, but I've been playing piano since I was six. And Aww. I came down there, and I started doing these jazz places in Nashville and got to meet just about everybody and played with a oh. lot of studio musicians. Oh, um, in Nashville at the jazz gig because they were doing all the records for the country stuff. But when they would play yeah. with me, I would, it was a place called F Scott's at the time. It was really nice. And they enjoyed playing with me because they were playing more than, well, more than country. Let's put it that way. Right. I right. Them, I solo too. I mean, take a solo, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. that type of thing. And, uh, I, I spent quite a bit of time down there. Um, and then I just, uh, I went, I was at the Ritz, I was a band leader at the Ritz Carlton in Naples for about two and a half years. That was pretty interesting. Mm. Oh, yeah. Down there. You know, well, hey, so John, if you write something and you'd like a, a nice duo, I, I have a voice and I will travel. <laughs> Okay, well, let's. Well, first of all, we're I'd definitely going to stay in touch, the three of us. I mean, there's no question about that. Uh, right, right, right. I know it's, it's so exciting. I'm, I'm so thrilled that we could finally, you know, get and, and get you guys Facebook friends too. I was like, gotta get you guys yeah. together and connected again. <laughs> Thank well, you're you. wonderful, Tammy. Thank I mean, what you. you've done for us is just going to go a long way. Oh, Oh, please. It's my complete honor. It's like 35 years of celebrating this song. And and I'm so lucky to even and blessed to be even speaking with you today because this is something, you know, I was listening 15 years ago in the car and singing along to and now I get to talk to you guys. Oh, Oh, that's so nice. Well, I have three yes, Disney-themed is. questions I want to ask before we end our call. So uh, okay. the, first, the first one's a Do- the Donald question, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? Sleeping Beauty. 
Well, it's the same with me. That was the that was the first movie that I think I ever saw. And I think we, I mean, I know we actually went to a drive-in and I watched it from the back seat of my parents' car with my brother and sister. And, um, I was just captivated. I, it just, it, you know, it was just opening up a whole new wonderful world. And our goofy question, yeah. what Disney character okay. do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? I would say Minnie Mouse. Because, um, All right, I'll say Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, you know that next time we get together, we're going to have to wear the outfits, right? Uh, yeah, right. That will be the cover of the album. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it because I love I love the polka dots and, and I love, you know, she's happy and, and I think we could just have a, a real good time. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of Minnie and Mickey, our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song... At this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? Canada, you're a lifetime journey for the traveler. <laughs> yeah, I'll vote for that. <laughs> you left me with no choice on that one. <laughs> there you, yeah. Would, would I be putting you on the spot if I asked you guys to do a little bit of Canada for us? Canada, my Canada, you're a lifetime journey for the traveler. Canada, mon Canada. And then I said something else in French. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait for the in-person reunion. I'm so glad we got you guys together on this call. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this and for such a beautiful ballad. Thank you. Thank you very much. And let's keep it going. Canada. 